Welcome to the Live Free, Love Life podcast, where we discuss how to create more freedom so we can love our lives no matter what we're going through. Hello, hello. Welcome to Live Free, Love Life. Today, we are going to talk about how to let people think whatever they want to think about you and be okay with it. This is freeing yourself from others' opinions. We talked about this a little bit last week when we talked about freeing ourselves from other people's expectations. That was in regard to expectations only. But also, this is a bigger topic, which I wanted to still talk about in this way, how they think about us in general. We often find ourselves entangled in a web of what others think about us. It is time to break free from the stifling cycle and embrace the liberating truth that what others think about you isn't really about you. It's about them. In this episode, we will explore how to let go of the weight of others' opinions and emphasize the importance of valuing your own opinion of yourself. We'll provide tips, examples, and questions to help you on this empowering journey. Understanding the truth about others' opinions. We're just going to go into more detail than we did last week. The first one, projection of insecurities. It is crucial to realize that when others judge or form opinions about you, it reflects so much more about their own insecurities, beliefs, and experiences than it does about you. And all of us do this. This is actually one of the tools I use when I'm considering my own brain. When I'm judging someone else, I'm like, okay, hold on. This isn't actually about them. This is about me. Where am I judging myself? Sometimes it's, where do I judge myself for the same thing? Sometimes it's, what would I think about myself if I did do that? This is all self-judgment. We project our own insecurities, our own self-judgment onto other people. And other people do the same. Anyone else's judgments about me are much more about them than they are about me. This is all their insecurities, their personal self-judgment. The second thing we want to understand about the truth about other people's opinions is subjectivity and bias. Every person's perception is influenced by their unique life experiences, values, and biases. What one person sees in you may not align with another person's perspective. Again, if it was really about you, everyone would have the same opinion. So it must not be at least entirely about you. Maybe it's 5% about you. I don't know. That's for you to get curious about and decide. But it's certainly not all about you, even if it's about you. And the third thing we want to realize is the futility of control. You cannot control what others think about you or believe about you, no matter how hard you try. It is a losing battle to attempt to please everyone or shape their perceptions of you. Even if you do it perfectly, let's say Fairy Godmother came down and gave you this magic book that says this is the exact way to do it. And you did it that way. They still get to think whatever they want. They can still think you suck. They can still think any number of things about you. And you think, wait, I did it perfectly. We're trying so hard to control things we cannot control. And these are three of the things we really want to understand about other people's opinions. Because our brains are telling us lies about other people's opinions. And this is the truth. People are projecting their own crap. People are subjective and biased based on all of their life experiences, everything they've been through. And people get to think whatever they want, and you have no control over it. Does not actually matter what you do. They still get to think what they want. How do we actually do this? Because all of our brains 
focus on some level about what other people think of us. And here's why. Back in the caveman days, remember part of our brain, the primitive part of our brain, has not evolved since caveman days. Part of our brain is still back there. And back then, if you got kicked out of the tribe, that meant death. Because you're not going to be able to bring down large animals all on your own. You could not survive on your own. You had to be part of a tribe. So our brain cares a lot about what other people think because it thinks if we get kicked out of the tribe, we'll die. We better make sure that we don't kicked out of the tribe. And to do that, we have to know what everyone thinks about us. This is your brain's way of keeping you safe. All of our brains on some level care about this. It's totally normal. There's nothing wrong with you if you care about what other people think. There's not. What we want to do is give ourselves the freedom of choice. We can watch our brain, do what our brain does, care about what people think, and then we can make a choice about what to do with it. We can let that totally ru rule our life or not. Our brain is not actually the problem. What our brain is doing, that is normal. It shows us that your brain is working according to programming, which is good news. It's always good news when our brain is doing what it's supposed to do. That's fine. What we want to do is give ourselves the power of choice so that we are not shackled by other people's opinions. Because so many of us are not living the life we want to live. We're not doing the things we want to do. We're not being ourselves. We're not being who we want to be because we're so afraid of other people's opinions. That's why we want to do this. And we all need help with this because, again, on some level, all of our brains do it. Some do it more than others. That's fine. But we all need help with this. And we can all take it to the next level and give ourselves more freedom. The first thing we have to do in order to actually let go of other people's opinions is awareness. You've got to practice noticing your thoughts and reactions when you're faced with judgment or criticism. Notice the places where you're not doing things because you're afraid of judgment or criticism. Acknowledge and feel the feelings that arise, but don't simply believe them or indulge in the accompanying negative emotion. We're just watching. We're like, oh, hey, here's the part where my brain freaks out about what other people think. Let me tell you, on YouTube, you get lots of mean comments on YouTube. I don't know what it is about YouTube. I get them way more than on Instagram or Facebook. There's a lot of haters hanging out on YouTube. I know for certain when I put a video on YouTube, there are going to be rude people who make rude comments. And for a lot of people, like other entrepreneurs or other thought leaders or other people who are out there, they have this awesome message to share and they don't because they're so afraid of what people are going to think, even complete strangers. Because to our brain, that feels really dangerous. The first step is you've got to be aware of that. You've got to know what's happening. That means when you aren't doing the thing that you really want, you get really curious about it. And you're like, why? And you might notice, oh, I'm so afraid that if I put this video up on YouTube, I'm going to get a lot of mean comments. And that feels terrible to me. I don't want to do it. You've got to have awareness that that's why you're not doing the thing. Because then we can start to do something about it. We can play with it. Awareness always comes first. You're going to hear that over and over and over. You've got to be aware of what's happening in your brain and how your thoughts about what other people will think are holding you back. Step number two is empathy. Understand that other people's judgments may be born out of their own insecurities or past experiences and approach their opinions with empathy rather than defensiveness. Back to my YouTube example. When I see a, a hater comment, I'm like, man, their life must be pretty bad. If what they are doing with their time 
is going out and finding complete strangers on the internet to be rude to. How bad must their life suck? How unhappy must they be? I can purposely step into empathy because this is not about me. This is totally about them and their insecurities and how unhappy they must be. And that's actually really sad. Step number three, self-validation. Shift your focus from seeking external validation to internal validation. You have to value your own opinion of yourself and trust your instincts. This is something you will have to practice intentionally when our brains are wired to be looking outside for danger. Remember, and that includes what all the other people think. This is all dangerous. Our brain is programmed to do it, which means you have to do it on purpose. You have to purposely give yourself self-validation. And maybe that looks like every morning you look at yourself in the mirror. I love Mel Robbins' book, The High Five Habit. She says, give yourself a high five in the mirror and you give yourself some self-validation. If we're always looking externally, we're going to cause ourselves a problem. If you give yourself all the validation that you need internally, your brain is not going to be so hyper-focused on external because that validation bucket has already been filled. When we haven't filled that need, our brain's going to look for it and it's going to look for it externally every time. If you purposely fill that bucket, you fill that need with all internal self-validation, your brain is going to be working on other things because that need's already been met. It's going to make it much easier for you. Your brain won't be so hyper-focused on it. We've also got to remember that the only opinion that matters here is yours because it's your life. You get to do what you want. You get to be who you want. You get to live how you want. The only opinion that really matters is yours. Now, again, I know I've said this before. That doesn't mean we're like, screw you, everyone else. I actually do really care about what my husband thinks. But at the end of the day, what I think is more important because I'm accountable for me. I I still need to be true to myself. And maybe I can find a way to do both. And maybe I can't. But we've got to start valuing our own opinion. And then here is a bonus tip Oh, that I've talked about before is turn it around. When you notice your own judgments about others, get curious about how this is really about you. Perhaps it's a reflection of your own self-judgment. Perhaps it has something to do with your past. The more you see this is true of you, the easier it will be to show your brain that it's true regarding other people's thoughts about you. The more you can recognize it, create awareness, notice how it's really about you every time you judge other people. Then when someone else, when your brain starts to worry about what other people think, you're like, yeah, but that's actually not about me, brain. You've given your brain enough evidence. It's so much easier to switch that really quickly before it is a problem. Let's talk about some examples from my client, who I'm calling Maria. She had always been a perfectionist. She was shaped by her parents' high expectations. And a lot of us have parents that like that. Growing up, she felt she needed to excel in everything she did to earn their approval. But as she entered adulthood, this constant pursuit of external validation took its toll on her self-esteem. Maria relied on other people's opinions to feel worthy, always seeking their praise and approval. As we coached together, she realized that her pursuit of perfection was a never-ending cycle that left her unfulfilled and that her self-worth had become heavily dependent on other people's opinions, especially her parents. As we worked together, she started to challenge these deep-seated beliefs. Again, these are from childhood. A lot of our deep-seated beliefs are. And she began to purposely learn how to value her own opinion of herself. She focused on self-compassion, allowing herself to make mistakes without harsh self-criticism. And with dedication and self-reflection, 
Maria started to feel a growing sense of inner peace and authenticity. She realized she no longer needed constant praise and approval from others to feel validated. And as you'll notice, she became free. She freed herself from their expectations. They still have them. And we can still create freedom for ourselves. They don't hold us back. They don't keep us stuck. They don't keep us from living our best life or being our best self. Okay, here's another client example. We're going to call this client John. He wanted to be a writer and he had been sharing his work online. And while he received praise and constructive feedback from many readers, he also encountered harsh criticism from online trolls, just like the YouTube example I was giving. And by the way, remember when we talked about the negativity bias? There's probably way more constructive feedback than there is negative, which is true for me too. I get tons and tons of good feedback. And it's just one hater on YouTube. And my brain explodes because that's what our negativity bias does. These negative comments were deeply affecting his self-esteem and he was questioning his abilities and worth as a writer because his, his brain was hyper-focused on the negative just because that's how our negativity bias works. As we coached together, he decided to view these comments differently. He recognized the harsh criticism was often driven by the troll's unhappiness, jealousy, or desire to provoke a reaction. This perspective shift allowed him to distance himself emotionally from the negative feedback and see it as a reflection of the troll's issues rather than his own writing. And I'm using the, this word troll because that's the way he described them. They're internet trolls. John continued to write and share his work without being deterred by external opinions. And over time, he developed what he calls a thick skin and a growing sense of resilience. He learned that his self-worth should not be contingent on the praise or criticism of others. Notice it's praise or criticism. Their positive opinions actually aren't us about us either. Anyone that has super positive opinions about us, that's still about them. If they have super negative opinions about us, that's still about them. Positive and negative, they're all about them. They're never really about us. We want to listen to ourselves and value our own opinion because the positive and the negative, everyone else's opinions are really about them. He learned that his self-worth, again, should not be contingent on the praise or criticism of others, but rather on his own belief in his abilities and the authenticity of his writing. By embracing self-validation and letting go of the need for constant external approval, John discovered a newfound sense of creative freedom and self-confidence. As we do this work, as we free ourselves from other people's expectations, it's going to show up in really amazing ways in your life that maybe you don't even expect. But again, the more freedom we create in all of these different areas that I'm talking about on this podcast, the easier it is to love your life. Truly, it's all about creating that freedom for yourself. Here are some questions to consider. What are your primary reasons for seeking external validation or worrying about others' opinions? How do you react when you face criticism or judgment from others? And is your response serving your well-being? And what steps can you take to value your own opinion of yourself and practice self-validation? Freeing yourself from what others think about you is a powerful journey towards self-empowerment and authenticity. Remember that others' judgments are more about their insecurities and experiences than about you. If it was about you, everyone would think the same thing. Practice awareness, empathy, and self-validation to let go of the burden of external opinions. Instead, focus on valuing your own opinion of yourself and nurturing self-compassion. In this process, you will discover the true essence of personal freedom and self-worth. Live free 
love life. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might want to check out my Live Free Love Life membership, where we actually do the work of creating freedom so we can love our lives. Go to itstimetolivefree.com for details.